mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast. Probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined as always by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, how the devil are you doing? What's going down? I'm all right, mate. Uh, I, I, as you can see behind me, I'm trying to get the little uh, the little television, the little television uh, um, radio um, setup I've got behind me. I'm trying to get the Abroad in Japan logo on it so that when um, we Ooh. do the show, you feel special. Um, but uh, I'm having a Right old, <laughs> I'm right old. Bother some time with it. I, t- I do not mind admitting, to be quite frank, Chris. I always feel special when I do the podcast oh, with you, Pete. I don't need to see my logo. Sweet. Actually, got a brand new logo for a born Japan. Yeah. Not the podcast. That's a no. different different logo. Entity. It's a bit more refined because mm. if you look at the original born Japan logo, it's just some crappy thing I made on like Microsoft Paint <laughs> ten years ago. <laughs> and I think it was actually probably made there, <laughs> and I changed it. A really cool dude. Um, changed it retro mm. uh retro review he, a good friend of mine who's been doing a lot of work for me he did it and uh, yeah the reception was good although you always get the same folks like oh, i like the old logo <laughs> and you know whenever i've i've studied so many businesses and brands and logos and marketing in my degree mm. and like from my experience our branders very rarely changed their logos or iconography and everyone's gone yeah like no. you always find you know, a lot of people, and you know, some people are like, oh, I like the old one. Like, no, oh, no you you're responsible for my nostalgia. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> change is bad. Yeah. Oh, at the end of the last episode, we joked about changing the soundtrack to the podcast, which, yeah, oh, you know, could do, could do something more Japan sounding. Mm. Ding, 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 I don't know what even, what even the music is for our podcast. I chose it on a whim yeah. from premiumbeat.com yeah. in like February 2018. And I was like, oh, just use this one for now, Pete. We'll find another one. And then we kept it. And it's been there ever this since. This is the thing. If, people if like you're, it. If you're ever in a situation where... The, the, the thing about theme tunes, the thing about kind of uh, logos, uh, podcast artwork, everyone gets very excited about them when you start a project. I'm not saying this is you, uh, Christopher. Uh, I'm saying that you're uh, <laughs> that, that whenever like um, you're, you're trying to start a new show, 
it's the one thing that people get incredibly wound up about, incredibly kind of like, oh my God, we need uh, the music. I need, uh, now we're not quite there yet. And, and they get really kind of like back and forthy about the music and back and forthy about the artwork. So for me, I always just sort of go, right, just sort it out yourself because it is the thing that matters <laughs> the least, but people find it the most sexy to get excited about, I think. Theme tunes, podcast artwork, you could spend months trying to decide on, on, on the right stuff. But at the end of the day, it's your content that speaks for you, in my opinion. I think we should have, uh, last year, we should have switched to uh, Too Much Volcano. Too much volcano, the... yeah. <laughs> no, it pro- 14 because you put it on iTunes, that we'd get a copyright straight, wouldn't we? We'd be arse over tit. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> But yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> I get more money from the podcast. Yep. I get to take Pete's share of the podcast <laughs> revenue if I copyright claim it. Um, but yeah, I think we'll keep it as it is. Mm. I, it's, it's the right song. It gets the job yeah. done, right? Nobody can, and I know so many people will be up in arms if I dare change it, but we'll see. Maybe we'll sneak it in there one day in a future episode. We'll sneak a different soundtrack in there and see what happens. Uh, we got a story this week, though, from Annie and Zeb. It begins, Dear Cantankerous Chris and uh, Persnickety. Ooh. What is that? Persnickety. Persnickety. Is that a word? Uh, is that a word? Have you heard that before? Persnickety. Persnickety. Uh, pernickety. We've got pernickety, I guess. Is that how you spell that? I don't know. Pernickety? Yeah. Cantankerous works. Hello, though, <laughs> from Uchinada in Ishkar Prefecture. We're a married couple from Western North Carolina who have just begun our jet program journey this August. Congratulations, guys. The first time we came to Ishikawa Prefecture was during our honeymoon in 2018 when we visited Kanazawa. We just spent a beautiful morning uh, exploring. Kenokuen Garden Really nice garden uh, I was recently in Kanazawa And I didn't see the garden uh, Anyway We were on our way back To our Ryokan I was grateful to see a bathroom By the exit And I ducked in quickly To use it Upon leaving the bathroom We heard footsteps Running behind us Then Wait Wait I froze and cringed Thinking Was that not a public bathroom We turned around Ready to apologise To the out of breath employee Maybe we're supposed to have Paid for the bathroom <laughs> Instead to my surprise He held out A paper crane for you, he said, <laughs> and gave it to us. He, <laughs> he, what the f- he asked us where we were from and why we'd come to Kanazawa. It was very friendly, um, and I was relieved to know that we hadn't broken any rules. Since this was shortly before the originally planned date of the 2020 Olympics in Japan, I wonder if the city of Kanazawa was polling foreigners and what brought <laughs> them to the area in the hopes of attracting more tourists during the Olympics. Have you ever had an experience like this with origami gifts or questions about why you're visiting a certain place? Today it feels surreal to not only be back in the prefecture but uh, now slowly adding furniture to our apartment. I know your jet experience was years ago but is there anything you regret not buying sooner for your apartment when you moved here. All the best, Annie and Jeb. Very lucky couple there in Ishikawa. I was recently in Kanazawa, as I said, and it's such a nice city. Like, I used the taxi three or four times, and every single taxi driver was incredibly friendly and talkative and chatty and laughing and nice. I don't, and I, all the shops as well, all the shop staff and all the restaurants. I honestly think the friendliest people in Japan mm. could well be. In Kanazawa, and the city was stunning. And I'm actually quite jealous and annoyed of any people to get placed there on jet. <laughs> as, as I was walking down the streets, I was like, "Fuck's sake!" I know I've had a good run, and I know I've been very lucky. But if I'd been placed here, I I would have been. I just I think I would have cried. Mm. I'd have been so happy, honestly. <laughs> what, what was the question? Um, have you received origami gifts, Pete? Uh, no, one's ever, origami no one's gift? ever folded anything and uh, sent it my way, unfortunately. I am without 
folded origami animals and it's it's all very upsetting to be quite frank uh, actually uh, Chris I found out that uh, persnickety is actually the American form of the word pernickety so uh, we've, we've learnt something there <laughs> uh, apologies to everyone who's already written the email to us but uh, yeah, it's interesting learning things on the Project Bad podcast has nobody ever chased you out of a toilet with a paper crane or any form of paper <laughs> no. clutched it's, in their hands it's, it's kind of like it's like what are they what do they need me to do do they want me to uh, <laughs> eat, the, eat it I don't know wash my hands with it I just eat don't know paper crane. yeah I just don't know eat the crane <laughs> Very weird. I um, I you know yeah. I've had a few questions like, why am I here? Just general yeah, questions. I think this is more curiosity. You've stunk that than place like up, a ro- you rotter. <laughs> You've absolutely stunk that place out. I, I've been putting crabs in any kettles. Don't you worry. <laughs> I'm not that guy. Um, is there anything I regret not buying sooner for my apartment? No, not really. I the previous ALT previous jet guy that was in my apartment. He left me all his stuff yeah. at an extortionate price, which I. <laughs> He was a bit cheeky. He made me buy it all for tons and tons of money. <laughs> and I later discovered he was an absolute prick who had caused a lot of problems for the school. Um, one time he, he just went on holiday to Singapore for like th- a week without telling anyone, like you do. And he like, he caused teachers so much stress, mm. like honestly. He, he made me look really good though because after he left and I turned up, all the teachers were really nice to me because they thought, the teachers thought it was their fault. That the guy before me, yeah, um, had, had just gone and lost the plot basically, and, and done all this. But uh, so they were really nice to me, and I, I I couldn't put a foot wrong compared to the previous dude. But he made me buy, <laughs> or he basically forced me to buy all the stuff. The good thing was he did have a good taste in interior design, and um, the place was quite nice. <laughs> so it was quite kitted out when I walked in. So I, I had everything I needed, although I was left like a grand out of pocket. But uh, yeah. <laughs> bitter, bitter memories coming bitter back memories there. Wash away back. my bitter memories, Pete. What's the news of the week? What's going on in Japan today? Well, it's not good news. Uh, uh, oh. It's not good news, unfortunately. Um, JR East have refused to sell a gay couple uh, a special rail pass for spouses. Uh, Ariel Ling Chun Liu uh, was shocked to discover that he and his same-sex partner uh, went, were ineligible for Japan's uh, Japan Railways couples discount pass. Uh, he asked uh, Liu, 37, inquired uh, whether he could buy the special rail pass for married couples. He was rejected on the grounds that he and his partner, who have the uh, who have had their same-sex partnership officially certified through the local government, are not a man and a woman. He put it on Twitter. It was retweeted four thousand times. Uh, the guy's from Japan, and he teaches ju- uh, Chinese and gender studies at uh, Sagami Women's University as a part-time lecturer. He started living with this uh, guy in Aichi uh, Prefecture last year, and they 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 got their partnership certificate, basically saying that the government recognises their same-sex uh, partnership as a partnership. Uh, but um, um, these, you know, these idiots. Uh, it's it's the sort of thing that 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 a uh, a, per, a persnickety or a pernickety uh, uh, person will kind of decide <laughs> on, uh, and then of course it'll roll back because of the uproar, uh, and they'll have to change their rules and, uh, and 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 move forward like that. But it's just it's just another kind of indication that uh, uh, Japan isn't isn't the, the, the most. Um, forward-looking uh, place when it comes to same-sex unions, so to speak. It's strange because, you know, JR East, they have won the gold prize under the LGBT Pride commendation system. Mm. Uh, but 
clearly didn't work here, did it? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Well, it's, it's it's all a bit ridiculous. It is. It is. I, I mean, but it's 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 basically it's basically down to the fact I, th- I believe that their marriages aren't technically uh, legal, like, as in the, ma- the, the they can recognise the actual union, but the same sex marriage isn't quite in isn't in in place right now. I'm I'm fairly certain that's the that, that's the uh, that's the place. But men and women. With common law marriages are eligible, which doesn't make any fucking sense. It's insane. So basically, the, the pairs are exactly the same uh, legally married couples because they live within the same households, and and so men and women can have this same classification that this gay couple have had, uh, and they're not allowed this uh, this special rail pass. So uh, annoying, and uh, hopefully it'll get resolved sooner rather than later, and the, and the rules will change. Yeah, I mean, I, I it's just ridiculous mm. to be honest. It's a bit pointless. Yeah. I'd, yeah, shit, Sucks, isn't it? Shit, isn't it? <laughs> like, it's damn you, shit. JR East. Yeah, actually, I, I mean, I, yeah, JR East, very powerful company. They own all the railroads mm. from Tokyo to Hokkaido. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I've worked with them a few times. Probably not anymore now <laughs> after my comments, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, very very powerful company. Hopefully, they see the error in their ways, though, because that's a little bit twatty. Yeah. And shit. Yeah. Damn you, JR East. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment, guys, with the fax machine and your stories, comments, and questions. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue checkmark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. 
And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners? Mr. Donaldson. Oh, Mrs. Donaldson. Mrs. Donaldson. Mrs. Donaldson. Trying to get that sweet JR pass, are you, Chris? <laughs> I see what you're up to. <laughs> Ryan uh, from Vancouver in Canada. Hi, Perky Podcast to Pete and crit- critically, uh, critically creative Chris. Uh, would snoring be a problem whilst abroad? I snore like a THX intro at a movie theatre and I'm worried whether it's frowned upon in Japan where the walls are thin and quietness is prevalent. That's a good question. Have you, are you, do you ever um, indulge in the, uh, the ancient art of snorlaxing? I, I mean, I'm known for snoring quite badly. Ah, I see. Whenever I do a video or a trip with someone, mm. it drives them mad, like Connor or Joey. Joey filmed it, one of his bloody vlogs, in January, February this year, <laughs> and when we went to Hokkaido, and everyone saw and heard it. Um, honestly, though, people snore. Japanese people snore just as much as anyone. I used to mm. work when I was a teacher in the staff room, and I there was always a guy uh, five, ten metres away with his head on his desk, like... <laughs> <laughs> for like an hour at a time and I'm trying to sit there and work and make the world a better place and he was just snoring there in his big pile of textbooks like so don't worry about it right okay yes the walls are thin <laughs> uh, when I first moved to Sendai I lived in just a house made of paper essentially mm. and I could hear the guy snoring next to me as though he was like in my bed mm. and it really creeped me out because <laughs> the walls were so thin it was like there was no separation no um, it was very unsettling but um, bear that in mind walls are thin you will hear snoring yeah. but they'll hear you so you can get your revenge you get, <laughs> have, a, have a bottle of whiskey and go in a sauna dehydrate yourself mm. and then go to sleep and you can snore really loudly and get the <laughs> ultimate revenge we've got one here from Meredith who says greetings Chris and Pete mm. uh, my name's Meredith and I live in Dallas Texas which happens to be Sendai's sister city that I did not know. That's interesting. I was wondering if the Japanese regard typhoons as a major emergency and if evacuations or prolonged power outages are common. Based on news coverage, I've seen more typhoons hit Japan every year than hurricanes hit the States. Uh, thank you, guys. All the best. Meredith. Um, have you been in Japan during a typhoon? You must have been here once. No, no, never. It's, a, it's, like, never, it's oh. never... Uh They've never, they've never had the gall to upset my holiday, Chris. To be quite frank, <laughs> <laughs> that's too bad. Yeah, well, I, they're not really seen as a major emergency. Like people get hyped up about it. Um, there was a big one, I think, a year or two ago, and they sort of smash into Okinawa and Kyushu, work their way up, and by the time they get to Sendai, where I am. It's like a little breeze. It's all just gone. Um, <laughs> but no, they, they can be bad. Um, rip, ripping the roofs off buildings and uh, planes can't land or take off. Um, they're not fun to fly near, so don't do that. But no, for the most part, the country gets on with it. Right. And um, yeah, it's quite, a, it's quite a cool thing to, to live through as well. Like uh, I've slept in a, like a Nilkan, Nilkan that was being battered by a typhoon. And all the windows were rattling, all the sliding doors were shaking, and it was raining, like, extremely hard outside. And it was just really cool, actually. Mm. I felt like a ride at Universal Studios or something. So bear that in mind. It's not. It, they can be dangerous, but for the most part, they're treated like, uh, you know, not taken too seriously. No. Uh, but you do get warnings from the... Um, if you live near a river, there'll be lots of sirens warning you about dams, because lots of dams have to let out a lot more water, and they can, like, flood areas. 
Bear that in mind. We've got one here from Sarah. Hello to the wonderful Chris and Pete from Metro Detroit, Michigan. Michigan, sorry. I always get that wrong. How is living together and or having children before marriage seen in Japan? Is that something that folks will commonly talk about or is it somewhat frowned upon? I've never heard of anyone mentioning this in all the years I've been reading and researching Japanese culture. I was wondering how this was viewed. Thank you both for all your hilarious shenanigans and best wishes for the rest of 2022. All the best, Sarah. Um, It is seen as a bad thing. Hmm. It is. Um, Yeah, no, it's not seen... It's not not good to um, have kids before marriage in Japan. Though they're not Christian... um, they, 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 it is looked down upon. It is frowned upon. Right. People will be like, oh, you had a child before wedlock. And people will, you know, not take it too well. I, do we do we care in the UK anymore? I, I've forgotten. Do we care, Pete? I think do that you care? they... I, yeah, I think that they, they, they're still that kind of conservative... Um, kind of fundamental Christian fundamentalism in uh, in the UK that we just can't get away from, I suppose. Uh, yeah, I, I think people still do care, to be quite frank. And and yeah, it, it's it's it, it's it just sucks. <laughs> it really does suck. And and again, it's not about couples having kids. It's mainly about women having kids. And that's the that's the you know women having agency over their own bodies, as as we find all over the world. It's it's a difficult. Um, but do they really? Well, exactly. I mean, they they don't. <laughs> Fundamentally, they just. They they frequently no, they fucking don't. <clears throat> so yes, I just look at your face and I see Christian fundamentalism. Oh yeah, I've definitely got the I've got the haircut <laughs> of a of a pretty nasty piece of work. <laughs> Little curtains. <laughs> oh. I could. I reckon I could. Yeah, I reckon man. I could sort of cover for like a uh, like a, a a lad who's trying to be like a cool preacher. You know, like, like for for one of those kind of like so called progressive churches uh, in the US, and I'm just kind of like, come on, kids, let's listen to some. I'm trying to think of some um, religious uh, bands. What was that? Ah, now DC Talk, DC Talk, that band DC from the nineties. Yeah, they were like a kind of uh, they, they were pretty good, but they were they'd sort of switch um, routines. They'd switch kind of styles every um, five minutes. So sometimes it'd be rap, sometimes they'd sound like Weezer, um, and they'd always be on VH1 and uh, MTV. Uh, but you didn't, you, it, they didn't scream uh, religious band. Let's say. <laughs> Was there any profanity in their lyrics? No, it wasn't, no. It was just all about, you know, letting let Jesus back into your life, please. <laughs> I want to I let Jesus back into yeah, my life. Yeah, you bloody do so. I... Go to bed. Have some sleep. <laughs> go to bed? Go, what do you mean, go to bed? Just go to bed. <laughs> Say your prayers. Eat your vitamins. <laughs> go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. I uh, No, but in short, no. No. They don't, they, 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 yeah, they do. They do they care a lot. Care. They do. Yeah. Don't have kids before marriage in Japan. If you do, though, not the end of the world, is it? No, I've I've never I've never really like seen anything bad in it. I don't really. See any <laughs> Why with would it. you? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> marriage is such know. a weird concept, anyway. It is, isn't it? Are you married, Pete? Are you no, married? Fred, not no. Married to my work. Married to this Aww. podcast. That's right. He's married to Stack Podcasts. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> marriage. I. Still, one of those things that I found, uh, I continue to find pointless. At the same time, I probably will end up married mm. in the not too distant future. <laughs> I know that's not a scoop, but it's on the cards, I think. <laughs> but yeah, I never thought I would get married, but probably will happen in the not too distant future. Yeah. I just, I always, how do you? We had in the last podcast, we had someone 
who got proposed to in a room at a Lyorkan, right? Right, yeah. And we've had some pretty weird proposal locations over the years. I suppose you could... Doing it in a New Orleans is actually quite nice, right? Mm. You'll remember that forever. Being in a nice inn after watching a woman fall down the stairs. That's the perfect atmosphere to propose. But uh, I don't know where I would propose if, if I were to do it in Japan. Which I don't know if I would do it in Japan. I don't, I don't know. Where would I do it? I mean, I think I think it? there's so many beautiful places in, in, in Japan that you can... You can uh, get you know get down on one knee. I think it's fair to say. So like, there's so many iconic, beautiful places. Uh, in, you do it in, in Bar Rockaholic. And yes, I would. And yes, I would. I would do it in Bar Rockaholic. <laughs> of course, he would. Of course, he would. <laughs> I don't know. I I I've always thought somewhere with some nice scenery mm. that you can look at and go, "Oh, look at that tree. That's good, isn't it?" Yeah. By the way, let's marriage. By the way, let's. I've always <laughs> felt like. Doing it in like a restaurant in front of people, right. like I find that annoying when I'm eating my dinner and someone <laughs> proposes on the next table. It's like, oh, does that happen fuck. a lot? Because you've got it, it's happened like once. <laughs> like it was really annoying. There I was right. trying to eat my my ham sandwiches yeah. and chips. Let Chrissy eat his post. ham. God damn it! Forget your <laughs> life. Let me, Rebecca. Will you, will you marry me? Sorry, guys. Can I just stop you? Can you? Can you do it outside? I've got to eat my sandwich. I've got to have my dinner. Yeah. I've got my camembert. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just find it a bit annoying. <laughs> just don't, don't do it. Don't no. do it in public. Don't ruin oh, if you're going to do it in public, do it in front of friends. Yeah. Do it in front of friends. Don't Not do it with loads sandwich. of strange weirdos. <laughs> don't do it in front of weirdos in a restaurant. That's that's all I'm saying. Uh, okay, I never got that. I never got it. That's that's the takeaway from this this episode. <laughs> Propose in the right place. Keep the stories, questions, comments coming in to Abroad Japan Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back, guys, later in the week to do all over again. I'll be dead because I'm about yep. to begin the 700-kilometer cycle. Well I don't even know how we're going to record the next podcast <laughs> next week. Probably not. It'll just be like me going, oh, I'm in a field knocking our... Sorry, I'm in a field in Hokkaido being eaten by a bear. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Maybe I'll get Connor on. We'll see. But wish me luck, guys. Wish me luck, Pete. And hopefully I'll come back in one fucking piece. Because <laughs> I'm really worried about it. And yeah. Anyway, it should be good. And yeah. Connor is going to be streaming it on his Twitch channel. I don't know what Twitch is. But it's a, a thing people go on and they mm. film themselves in their room. Yep. Go and look at that. I'll link it. But if you don't want to see the live stream, seven days straight of a cycling, <laughs> uh, there will be an Abroad in Japan Wacky Weekend episode up on the channel thereafter, uh, about two weeks after the cycle. So keep an eye out for that. But for now, guys, have yourself a great few days. We'll see you right back here all over again on the Abroad in Japan podcast. Bye for now. Bye. Good luck with your little cycling, baby. My little cycling. <laughs> little. Good luck with the bears. The little cycling boy. <laughs> Abroad in Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. 
without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com